four ordinary guys with extraordinary ideas for Disney parks. This is Main Street Musings. The experimental podcast of tomorrow. All right, everyone, welcome to Main Street Musings, the experimental podcast of tomorrow. My name is Brock, and I am joined by unsupervised children may not ride tanner <laughs> hi <laughs> uh, keep your hands arms and feet inside the jake at all times hey there hi there ho there <laughs> and pregnant women should not ride eric <laughs> oh i have some stories for you <laughs> That's a different podcast. So uh, if you haven't put together today, we are going to be talking about roller coasters. Ah! Zoom, zoom. It's kind of a broad topic. So any kind of roller coaster anywhere, any park. And we are going to discuss. We've each brought a pitch. And I think we're all very excited about our pitches. Isn't that right, guys? Well, Brock, you said any type of roller coaster. Does that mean I can pitch a roller coaster of emotions? (laughs) (laughs) So just, just the standard literal types of roller coasters. Oh. Okay. <laughs> what if mine's more of a drink coaster? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's got wheels. Yeah, so it can roll. <laughs> yeah, you can roll it around on the bar tables at. Uh, <laughs> it's for drinking around the world and World Showcase. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I think uh, are we uh, are we ready to, to jump into this, boys? Yeah. I think we are. It's the part where we make a pitch. All right. So who is going to begin? All right, Eric. My pitch today is going to be an indoor coaster in the vein of a space mountain or rock and roller coaster. And it is going to be themed uh, from the movie Zootopia. Oh, yes. And we are going to be escaping the police as they chase us down. Not Uh, the turn I thought that was going to (laughs) take. Yeah. Um, I mean the, the, the I mean that's just my initial thought uh <laughs> the the main hitting points are indoor Zootopia and a launch coaster not like your traditional like up a chain and down uh some sort of event that spurs us on to be magnetically launched out of the tunnel we go through the city of Zootopia as things happen that is my pitch for today's episode cool nice if I may interject, Eric, there is a scene like that in the movie, that subway car. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. in a tunnel that takes off and goes through the city and whatnot. So perfect. Yeah, that was another thought of mine. Uh, it was that or following our protagonist as they're being chased by the police. Either one, I mm-hmm. think, could be cool. Yes. All right. So let's get into our next person. We have Jake. It's me. So I want to preface this by saying this is the first when I was a little kid and this movie came out. This was the first time I actually was like, oh, my gosh, this should be a ride. And I actually went to my room and I got out big sketch paper and I actually started drawing this out. So I've been sitting on this pitch since this movie came out and I am talking about Finding Nemo. And the roller coaster I am pitching is the East Australian Current from Finding Nemo. Okay. So I envision that as guests, the the humans would enter the queue line, maybe um, like they're walking out a beach, like toward the shore. And then they go down a tunnel and they actually go physically underwater. And then the whole queue line would be seen from the movie. Maybe one of the rooms in the queue line is the submarine um, with the sharks. Maybe another queue line. Um, You see the whale 
you see the coral reef, stuff like that. And eventually this puts you out on the East Australian current. So you're actually riding um, a turtle like Crush, which I know there is a roller coaster, I think in Disneyland Paris, where you ride at a crush coaster, but this is different. This would all be inside, uh, similar to rock and roller coaster. Um, and you'd have your surf music playing and you'd go on all kinds of crazy twists and turns. And then this would end in a gift shop, of course. Um, but when you exit the gift shop and you turn around, the gift shop exterior looks like the Sydney Opera House because you have now made it to Australia. Oh, that's cool. Neat. That is my pitch. And I just on a personal note, I have been hearing about this pitch since 2003. <laughs> that's a lot of pressure guys to be like this is a, a pet project of jake's for 17 years i can't wait to not vote <laughs> yeah. for it Oof. yeah i know yeah, you're no not gonna kidding. vote for it really gonna give us the option to vote for anything when jake's like so basically this pitch is what's kept me alive this long <laughs> that's not what i said i just meant <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> all right who we got next we have mr tinder hey oh all right so my roller coaster is going to be themed to emperor's new groove yes Pull the lever with Kronk on an exciting thrill ride through Yzma's laboratory as many experiments go wrong in the villain's absence help Kronk get the lab back in order before she returns okay yeah, nice. So that's my ride. Nice. We're 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 doing good so far, guys. Brock, are you gonna? Are you also gonna do good? Oh, I'm gonna do so good. Are you guys ready for this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was until you said it in that tone of voice. No, yeah. I'm not sure. <laughs> don't you think it's gonna? Why well, don't? Okay. Well, let me let me swing you around to my way of thinking. So this is a Lion King themed roller coaster. We ride on the back of a wildebeest during the famous <laughs> okay. wildebeest stampede from the film go down sweeping through the canyon as you trample your way to safety from the hyenas and nothing bad happens at all this is my pitch <laughs> i have questions for you but i will wait till the question segment uh, i think it's time it's the part where we do q a Um, so let me start with the first question, and it's actually for myself, and the question is, how dare you? All right, any other <laughs> question? <laughs> My first question for Brock is, um, will we get to see uh, Mufasa's body uh, being trampled underneath us? Yes, we need emotional, emotional stakes. <laughs> gotcha. Will Bambi's mom also be there? Uh, that will be a video in the queue line, just of all the parents dying. <laughs> Can we have one of Dr. Facilier cut. brutally murdering Ray yep. as well? Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> and, like, even parents that we didn't see die in the movies, like, we'll, we'll finally get to see in stunning HD. So, like, <laughs> oh, Cinderella's good. mom and dad, they're dead. Uh, so <laughs> Can we kill off Marlon? Yep, yep. Like, I know he lived in the movie, but he's <laughs> gonna get old and die eventually. Yeah, right? well, actually, his is a tragic story. The, um... The Barracuda comes back. Oh, no. <laughs> Barracuda's revenge. Yeah. That's the third in the franchise, Finding Barracuda. <laughs> Finding Marlin inside the Barracuda. Yes. I like to call this an Eric pitch. Um, <laughs> Is that an official term now? Yeah, I think yeah. it could be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> For a pitch that's so incredible, you don't know what to do with it? Exactly. <laughs> yes, that's that's what we're saying. All right, so now I do have a serious question for Brock, though, was, Brock, 
Did yeah. you, when you thought of this, did you draw any inspiration from the DVD special feature of Lion King one and a half where Timon and Pumbaa make their own roller coaster? I am so happy you brought that up. I've been thinking about this for like two weeks and I wanted to just do that roller coaster. Yes. <laughs> but I figured that was too niche. If anybody has the Lion King one and a half DVD, you, I encourage you to watch the special feature where Timon and Pumbaa build their own roller coaster and it's interactive and it all goes wrong, but it's really funny. It is. So I have a, a question for both Tanner and Brock. Are these indoor or outdoor? Man, we aren't going to talk about mine. <laughs> I'd like it to be outdoor. I'd like to make the cool canyon. And I think that there's a lot of, seriously, I think that there's a lot of like really cool kinetic movement with the way the Willoughby's move, the way they go through that canyon sweeping across the plains. And you could do a lot of really cool stuff following the wildebeest herds. So I think outdoors creating sort of a canyon kind of in a similar style to Big Thunder Mountain or uh, Cars Land in DCA, creating that geography around it, but you still see the sky because you're out on the African savanna, I think would be really neat. That actually sounds really cool. Um, except for the part of that's such a famous scene for a bad reason. I just, because I was thinking about kinetic moments from yeah. Disney movies. Brock, don't lie to us and say you were thinking. <laughs> I mean, I for about 11 seconds, I was thinking. Yeah, so my ride is mainly going to be indoors, uh, going through the laboratory, but I think it'll be fun for like moments where we fly out of a window and go see the sky really quick and go through a loop like that and then back inside the lab. So mainly indoor with some outdoor moments. So Tanner. Yes. This is the um, the pull the lever thing. Would there be in the queue? Would you be going kind of through the secret door and everything to get to Yzma's lab? I would imagine. Yeah, for sure. For sure. The whole thing would be going through. And the idea is Kronk's like, well, Yzma's out. So I guess in like contemplating with the angel and the devil, like whether he should let you guys go look in the laboratory or not. And then he's like, yeah, let's do it. And then everything goes wrong. Um, I would also like hope there's at least one reference to the wrong lever thing. I was thinking that would be fun as the exit okay. would be Yzma comes back in story and you just hear be like, Kronk, I'm back. Let me in. And then wrong lever pulls gotcha. that. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Gotcha. Tanner, you said we're kind of like helping Kronk get everything back in place. So like how how <laughs> is the interaction with Kronk gonna gonna work? What what's happening that he's interacting with the guests about? I think you're gonna hear voices of like him trying to like catch potions are flying in the air, so there's like special effects going off. Mm-hmm. Like and we're simulating you're trying to help him catch that by going through the course of it all. And like you'll see animatronics of him like balancing things and you'll zip around it. Cool. So I've got uh, I've got a question for Jake. Yeah. How are we going to make how do you how do you plan on making a roller coaster feel like you're underwater? Yeah. So um, my my thought was initially because in the movie, the when you're in the EAC, it's kind of smooth and gentle and you're just letting the current take you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think the ride would initially start. I envision kind of in a tunnel. Like, if you imagine the EIC for the movie, it's kind of like a tunnel um, that you can see, and it's a lighter color. So I would imagine it being, um, you're in a big tunnel, and the coaster is just kind of very gentle, rising and falling slopes as you're getting ready to build up to this. And the tunnel is full of mist, as well as blue lighting, and it's playing the gentle, like, 
harp music from the movie and maybe um, using the projection mapping on the tunnel you can see other turtles swimming around you and then you're gonna kind of as you keep going suddenly you're gonna get to your exit remember the twirly dirly vortex of terror or whatever marlin mm-hmm. calls it <laughs> and that's when the ride's gonna kick in and that's when you're gonna get like the dick dale surf music and you're really gonna speed up but there's gonna be mist and blue lighting and and kind of like that Gotcha. Uh, and also, I would imagine, um, in addition to the projection mapping of bubbles and turtles, you can maybe have, you know, those light effects. Um, you can just buy them at like a dollar store anymore. <laughs> so I'm sure Disney has better ones, but where it makes it look like waves on your ceiling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I would imagine those kind of lights maybe down onto the car. I don't know if it would fit in, but something cool would be similar to this technology that they use in Disney Sea for the 20,000 Leagues ride, where it's that the two sheets of glass with the water in the middle with that bubbles. So it would actually oh, give you like, yeah. a sense of actual real water. Yeah, um, that uh, I can in- I definitely envision parts. <laughs> I can envision parts of the queue line where that would work. Yeah. Also, for reference, having been a part of purchasing a water special effect light for a theater show, you cannot get those at the dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> Pro- I, okay, I can imagine not. But <laughs> So I have a question for Eric. Yes. Uh, you are aware that Judy Hopps is a police officer? Yeah, so I did want to address that because... And this is something that it would be, we would figure out if we decide to vote on it. I think there's, you can follow either Judy or uh, Nick as our protagonists and our narrator through the through the ride. And that changes a lot about the story that's being told. That's why I'm not like necessarily 100% on board with any given story going into it. I, I do understand that Judy is the police officer. If we followed her, it would be a much different aesthetic than if we followed Nick. Okay. And that would be, a, a, that's a decision I'm very fluid and open to discussing, which is more effective because that changes the cue line too. Well, I would also like to say that at the end of the film, Nick is also a cop. Mm-hmm. Perhaps it's, we're working the, following the two of them working a case. Yeah. We could do that. Yeah, like they're. I mean, they're it depends in, on if we want to set it in the universe of the action yeah. of the movie or if the action post movie. Uh, I, that, I, I guess that's something to discuss discuss more if we if we vote on that one. My other question is, I guess I'm a little confused as to how in the world of Zootopia this translates kinetically to being a roller coaster, like why it's moving so fast and how we can explain those twists and turns. Uh, do you think you could explain that for me? I mean, when I think about that movie, I. Th- think about rhythm Mm -hmm. um, as a narrative device. There's a lot of, you know, obviously our protagonist is a little bunny who has a lot of kinetic energy. There's some chase sequences. There's the thing that Jake was talking about earlier with the the rail system and that slows down, obviously, when they like get into talking to the sloths. So there's a lot of change of pace and change of rhythm built into how you conceive that story and your brain uh-huh. when you're thinking about it. Sorry, so I guess I, think, I guess no, I didn't ahead. mean it um, so uh, meta theatrically. I guess I meant okay. literally like what are you sitting on? <laughs> <laughs> are you in a cop car? Yeah. Are you in a pyramidal structure? Again, I think that changes based on the story that we're telling. If we end up going, uh, voting for it and going with we're following them on a case, yes, you were in a cop car. Um, I think think that would be cool. Yeah, I think there is enough vehicular transport in the 
this story to indicate that yes we would be in some kind of car car okay. like automobile okay cool okay so a quick fun fact um there is a guy named Jay, I forget his last name, <laughs> Jay, but he got hired as um, when I used to work at um, the corporation that I worked at. He got brought in as the new VP of design and stuff. And prior to being my big boss, um, he worked for the car industry and he actually was hired by Pixar as a consultant um, to do the Cars movies and Zootopia to help oh, design cool. how um, like the cars would work with different animals and stuff. Huh. That's awesome. Yeah. That is really I cool. Don't, I don't work with him anymore, and I never got a chance to talk to him about it. But Really let us down there, Jake. Yeah, yeah sorry. You, you dropped the ball. I just thought it was fascinating that they actually like hired a, a car industry expert to actually like work through that. Uh, speaking of, so you mentioned, uh, Jake, that we would be riding on Crush. Um, yeah, I imagine four people to a vehicle on the turtle shell. What are you thinking on that? Yeah, I think it would. I, I, again, um, I had had this idea before I knew about the one at Disneyland Paris. Um, actually, before that one was a thing. Um, but the way they did it is kind of cool. It, um, it it looks like a turtle shell and four people sit in it, um, and it just looks like Crush's shell. No, oh, that's cool. But it's a roller coaster car. So, what exactly is this Disneyland Paris ride, uh, and how is yours going to be different from that? I'm yeah, so I only stumbled across it while I was designing my ride over the years. It's kind of like an out. It's almost like the, from what I can tell, it's almost like the Matterhorn. You're like going down a mountain, and it's like part indoor, part outdoor, and you're just riding in turtle shells, and like there's water effects, and there might be a couple of animatronics from the movie. And I think that's about it. That's my understanding of it anyway. So that's less of a thrill ride and more of a, or is it a thrill ride? I mean, it's a, it's a thrill ride. I, I I think mine would be more thrilling and definitely better themed. Um, I, in fact, I think the crush, that one, I think might've been a re-theme of an existing ride, but I'm not positive. All right, cool. Does everyone think they might be ready to vote? It's the part where we vote. All right, so I really like the idea of a Zootopia roller coaster. I think that one has a lot of fun dynamic movement, and I really like this crush coaster. Brock, go away. <laughs> uh, so I do think when I look at the two, the aesthetics of the crush coaster are really exciting to me to play with this idea of like underwater travel. So I think I'm going to vote for that one. And also so Jake doesn't cry. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be upset if you guys didn't vote for it. I just would bring it up a lot. Um, right. and, yeah. and, and future episodes in your diary and tell your wife and we're gonna get called yeah yeah sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know just to avoid us causing any emotional heartbreak for now we're gonna move to jake as our second photo <laughs> um well i have to i i Brock, your idea is actually not as bad as you think it is. It's just that it, because it's that scene. No, that's um, otherwise it's, it's it'd be one a of really those cool things idea. where I kept wanting to like explore it more before the episode where it's like and I was like, oh, well, you could do this cool thing and you could do this cool thing. And then my brain would always go back to dead Mufasa. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I suppose I should have thought of a better pitch, but I tried really hard and this is all yeah. I could come up with. So and then um, Zootopia is really cool. I, I and you took it a different direction as soon as 
as you said Zootopia, I thought you were going to be doing a ride based on the speed train from the beginning yeah. of the movie. But yours is also awesome. It was just at an angle I had not thought of. Um, that being said, I think I'm going to go for Tanner's Emperor's New Groove ride because Emperor's New Groove is completely underrepresented in the parks. So Makes I'm going to, to cast my vote for that. Brockalicious, what do you got? Okay, so this is a super difficult decision because I think all three of yours are really, really cool. I would like to stop hearing Jake whine um, about his <laughs> ideas he's had since he was 10. You guys make it sound like I just talk about this roller coaster all the time. You guys didn't even know this was a thing until I brought it up. Uh, it was in your wedding vows, we're recording remotely. How do you have a gun and you're pointing it at me as I was voting in my own apartment? No, the thing is, it's it's actually, it's a super cool idea. I'm really, really interested in both Tanner and Eric, but I've kind of been a little bit invested in Jake's idea for years as well. Um, and I, I would like to be able to talk about it more with you guys. So I think I'm going to vote for Jake's. So I guess it's me. I, I want to reiterate Jake's point that Brock, I actually really like your idea. I think if it were framed in a different scene, and even if even if we just did a wilderness stampede thing that was sort of agnostic of Lion King, yeah, if if it was just like a ride in Animal Kingdom without yeah. an IP attached to it, that would be awesome. Yeah, that'd be super cool for Tanner's ride. It suffers from my personal bias against Emperor's New Groove. I was told that I had to love it, and that's never something that I want. Did me personally, uh, the esoteric bullshitter that I am. <laughs> I don't like being told that I have to love something. So I came in gotcha. with a negative attitude. And so ah. I just don't view Emperor's New Groove the same way that most people do. Um, gotcha. Okay, so it's because Eric's a broken human. <laughs> yeah. I think looking at it again or maybe looking at it as a dark ride would be really cool. But I will also... This is a legit, non-emotionally charged vote for Jake's reason for existence. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. Yeah, my vote wasn't only because Jake told me he would die if I didn't pick it, but... <laughs> There were other reasons, too. <laughs> well, I mean, it, like, zoomed out, seriously, the fact that you have had this idea for so long means there's a lot to talk about, and it came with a very cool, fleshed-out aesthetic that the uh, other of us didn't bring because we haven't had it in our minds for so long. And also, it is cool to kind of look at the first ride that way back before podcasts were, like, a thing inspired this podcast. Yeah, that that <laughs> is that is exactly this that this idea was what inspired me to come up with the idea for the podcast later so that yeah. that it will be kind of cool to talk about i'm very excited to talk about it i hope you are too jake i hope you are everybody yes yeah yeah so let's turn the floor over to jake and get a little more of the specificity that you're looking for going in and then we'll take it from there so i think that the eac scene it was kind of low-hanging fruit as far as what to theme a roller coaster after. There's there's scenes in Disney movies where people are like, that should be a ride. Um, it's like the EAC in in Finding Nemo. You've got the door scene in Monsters, Inc. Like, these would be great roller coasters, which we will talk about later, obviously. I just This is one of those scenes where people are like, this would be awesome to experience. Do you guys yeah. agree? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, yes. For sure. It is my favorite scene from that movie. And it's easily the one that, you know, you kind of feel the most like you're on mm -hmm. sort of a ride while you're just watching the movie. And that's hard for a movie to pull off, but I always felt yeah. like I was experiencing some sort of theme park attraction just watching that scene. Yes. 
100 percent that movie does the best job of any pixar movie of making us feel the adventure yeah yeah oh yeah originally when i was having this idea i had toyed around with a couple of different things and one of the things i thought was maybe if there was ever australia added to world showcase this could be a good addition to that section Um, But another idea I had was maybe you board the ride somewhere else and it ends in Australia of World Showcase. I don't know. So I had I had looked at park maps and I had thought about, okay, what if the ride started at the seas and ended in an Australia pavilion? But that's really far to get from the seas (laughs) over to World Showcase. Good thing you're in the current. Right. (laughs) So um, but anyway, so I haven't finished envisioned this ride as. You see uh, the ride, you walk up to the show building, and the show building, I had thought, maybe could be disguised. This was an idea I had had. I don't know if this would be practical, with big mirrors at a 45-degree angle so they reflect the sky, and then you could have, like, a fake beach. So it looks almost like you're looking out at the ocean at the horizon on a beach. Mm -hmm. And there would be, like, a dock out onto this ocean and a sign, maybe misspelled, that says, like, welcome humans this way to the EAC or something like that. Mm -hmm. And you go down this dock and then you go downstairs and you actually go under this real water and you see like the waves crashing over this glass tunnel as you walk and as you go through the queue line it kind of walks you briefly through the movie maybe you start at the coral reefs in one room of the queue line you're looking at all the um, the coral around you and you see projections of the fish swimming you go to the next room um, maybe it's the drop-off you see the boat out in the distance or the butt as they call it and you continue <laughs> on you see the you go through the jellyfish maybe there's a room with all the jellies etc and eventually leading you to the bloating dock and then this is where i've kind of played with the idea of are we just getting on the turtles and going or is it kind of like almost like a fake airport where it's like welcome <laughs> to the eac you know place your baggage under kind of like they do with Foreign, you know yeah so anyway so then i envision you i i kind of address this but so you'd get on crush and you would start in that initial tunnel with the gentle music and the very gentle motion of like hey this is the eac maybe squirt and crush are talking to you as they swim around you and then they're like hey your exit's coming up get ready and that's when you kind of start going into the faster part where the turtles are all going fast and that's when squirt is giving you your instructions to tuck and roll and marlin's like i you're very cute but i can't understand what you're saying and then you hit like the main part of the ride and like I had mentioned, that's when the Dick Dale surf guitar will kick in and you'll be doing all the crazy stuff <laughs> heading um, down. Yeah, I think I think making uh, Crush and Squirt your ride hosts would be good and maybe just other generic turtles be the vehicles. Yes. Um, and that way it doesn't break the illusion that everyone's riding Crush. I think right. uh, not necessarily in airport, but yeah, just present this as like the turtles are taking you on a ride, man. Like, hey, let's experience this cool thing because that's kind of their vibe is just like, hey, man, this is fun. Let's hang out. Yeah. Yeah. The turtles could be like going to pick up some recreational marijuana or something. <laughs> and the right. Of course. We don't know where you live, but it's legal in Michigan now. <laughs> <laughs> what if I love the, the motif of like your exit's coming and then things get crazy? What if mm-hmm. like you're on a generic turtle and your exit's coming and you miss your exit and then like crush and squirt come and pick you up and like guide you through the, the crazy part of the EAC that you were supposed to miss or something? Yeah, or I guess that, that would be possible. Is that too extra? Well, so so that's a good idea. My only fear would be it, how much, depending on how much is going on in the ride, if that would come across or not. 
Sure. I think it'd be fine. Um, there wouldn't be a ton of yeah, a ton going on because it's a roller coaster, but they just crush and squirt, say one or two things, and that's one of the moments they pipe up and they went, uh oh, missed your exit, and then you just keep going. You know? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I was thinking that as the transition from slow to fast. Yeah, exactly. Right? Gotcha. Like, okay, yeah. Yeah, that, so that we makes have sense. enough time for that to print and be like, oh, you missed your exit. Looks like we're hitting the big stuff now. Hold on. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. Something like that. <laughs> Tuck and roll. So then I had envisioned um, the ride kind of ending. And if you think about like rock and roller coaster, there's the part where the coaster pulls up and you're like in the back alley behind the concert thing before you walk into the gift shop. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I envisioned that kind of section would be you're in Sydney Harbor. So maybe you see the bottoms of the boats up in the ceiling. Oh, that's cool. And you have some of that light going and you're walking under the boats in the harbor and then you go up the ramp, which is like another thing. And as you, uh, another ramp, um, another dock, excuse me. And as you're walking up this dock, you're kind of like becoming level with the boats and then you're Mm -hmm. up on to land and you're in the gift shop, um, which of course you got to have. And then as Mm -hmm. I mentioned before, you exit the gift shop and you turn around and you were in the gift shop was the Sydney Opera House. Cool. I love that. That's love really that. cool. That's super cool. Is there room to incorporate the dentist office? Ooh. Um, maybe if there was like a a scene of that in the gift shop or something or references to uh, P. Sherman. Yeah, maybe there's yeah. just a fish tank with like fish that look like those fish. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it could have the uh, Mount Wanahakalugi in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that could be cool. So, and there's um, a scary little girl running around shaking all the guests. <laughs> Darla! Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I mean, what do you guys think of that? What do you want to add to it? What do you want to detract from it, etc.? I like it. Yeah, me too. Uh, I'm having. I'm hard pressed to find something to change. I mean, I'm. I'm sorry. Like this one didn't leave a lot of discussion because I've been thinking about it for so long. But it's nice to get feedback because the only person I've ever told this to about this ride was Brock because he was the only one that ever Andrew cared to therapist. listen. So one thing I think would be a really cool moment, though, is right when you're exiting into the crazy part of the ride would be like the water fog, like spray like to kind of disorient the guests like as they go straight into this chaos and i think that's like a little thing that would be fun to add i think it'd be cool to add visceral water moments Mm -hmm. in in pirates they they added that effect which Mm -hmm. i I don't like in the ride but it's a cool effect on its own i just don't like it in pirates but it's that fake waterfall where it's just Mm -hmm. mist with projection on it like maybe there could be some of those that the ride goes through God, just because they put fucking what Davy Jones on there. Yeah. Well, and then they ch- and then they changed it to uh, the Blackbeard when the new one came out. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Yeah, it's not even Davy Jones anymore. It's uh, yeah. Ian, now it's a much more iconic character. It, like yeah, it's Ian Blackbeard. McShane. I mean, God bless Ian McShane, but like, yeah. Does anyone like, even he was remember Blackbeard. Blackbeard was in that movie? Like, nope, no, not until Jake told me that right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was the God, fourth. That he was in the fourth movie. I couldn't tell you anything about the fifth movie other than it uh, aggravated me. It has Javier Bardem, who's one of the world's That's best right. actors. So he was good in it, and his character was cool, but the rest of the movie was terrible. It's a really bad movie. We could wax poetic about how bad those movies got. Wait for future episodes when yeah. I make a <laughs> yes. very strong Pirates of the Caribbean-themed pitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, it's, you know, it's tough to, like, I love 
the cue, I, I, I honestly, I love everything about it, and it's tough to really break down beat by beat a roller coaster. Yeah, like mm-hmm. we're not going to be like, well, then you can make a left turn and then you shoot down. Right. Yeah. So um, I should say I've spent a lot of time like making drawings and sketches and you know stuff like and music cues and stuff like that, but none of that plays well into a podcast. Do you and have some of it, those though? Well, that's the thing is, I would say even if it did, I don't know if I have access to any of that stuff anymore. It's so old and I don't even know where it would be. Probably somewhere in my mother's house. So, mom, if you can locate those sketches, uh... <laughs> join our Patreon and you'll get access to that. Yeah, go to our OnlyFans and you'll get pictures right. of Jake's childhood drawing. <laughs> so I, eventually one day it would be cool for the whole show if we started doing concept art for our rides. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, beat by beat, let's go through this roller coaster one more time. See if there's anything we need to add, want to talk about more, or if we uh, if we're good to to move on. Sure. So, um, starting off, you, uh, you you go to the ride building. The sign says EAC or East Australian Current. The ride building, um, hopefully, would be hidden, and it would look like you are walking out a beach. Um, down the beach um, and into the water, going directly underwater into the glass tunnel. Um, That leads you through the queue line where we would have all kinds of cool things where, because the queues are always divided into separate rooms to kind of break up the monotony of it. Um, And you would have the coral reef. You could be in the submarine. You could be in a room that's full of the jellyfish. Um, This would be accomplished with animatronics and projection mapping. Um, Following along, uh, you go through the trench too before the jellyfish. Um, following along until eventually you get to the loading station of the EAC uh, where you are loaded onto your turtle. You go through the initial tunnel where Crush and Squirt are kind of your guides. Welcome to the EAC, the fastest way to get to Australia, dude, etc. Yeah, brah. You kind of go through the gentle... I thought you were saying my name for a second. (laughs) You're going to go through the gentle... (laughs) <laughs> part of the roller coaster <laughs> and then uh crazy part of the roller coaster and then you get off and you're yep. in sydney the sydney you miss your exit and go into the crazy part right is yes. that what we landed on yeah so you miss your exit they kind of have to be like whoa dude we gotta fix this and they like you know you speed and up then you and go you go straight into a loop yeah then yeah. you do the vortex of terror as marlin calls it you got to have that in the roller coaster the yeah, vortex absolutely. of terror and yeah. then that ends the ride neat i love it i cool. that's one heck of a ride there. Yeah. Yes. Cool, cool. Okay. How, how are you feeling, Jake? Uh, this is something you've had in your head for a long time. How does it feel to get it recorded and out to an audience? <laughs> it feels good. It feels good to get it off my chest. <laughs> okay, so now you can never talk about it again, remember? Well, I mean, we're, we're taking this to a Disney executive next, obviously. Yeah. Which is <laughs> a shame that they're never going to do it. Yeah, I know, but we're still going to go shove it in their faces. Uh, are, are we ready to hit the lightning round, boys? I think we are. I, yeah, let's I think do it, we do might it. be. It's the lightning round. The wheel has chosen a log flume themed Inside Out, the Pixar movie Inside Out. Oh, boy. Okay, looks like we got Jake going first today. I'm going first? Yeah. Oh, for God's sake. Tanner's always first. The one time I don't want to go first. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I'll go first. I have a great idea. I'll go first, too. I have an idea. No, it's okay. I'm just going to spit this out and see what happens. 
Yeah, that's the whole point, baby. Let's go. All right. I'm starting. Okay, so you get into your log flume, and you're you're starting off inside the brain with all the other emotions, and something has gone wrong, and they've got to send you to track down one of the key memories that it was called that has gotten lost, and you get sent down this river, and you're going through Riley's um, emotions and memories and all this stuff, and uh, it, it ends with you finding the ball as you go down, the, you know, the key memory as you go down this big thing, and you splash in, and that's the end of it and yeah <laughs> all right i like it i'd read the shit out of that thank you thing. heck yeah right, <laughs> i mean it definitely needs some details to be fleshed yeah, out. yeah maybe all of them but <laughs> this is lightning thing. round baby yeah who's lightning round, baby who's next it's anarchy it's chaos all right who's next all right we got brock up next all right so this is a ride we've seen in the movie the way that the emotions work the way the memories work the way abstract thought works all of that sort of thing so it's time to look at a new system of how our body and brains work. This is going to be the nervous system. The nervous system within Riley is represented with a, uh, a river and log flume ride. Um, and as it goes up and down, it's how uh, she's experiencing different sensations. So this is Riley. Nice. Okay. Not bad, Tanner. Okay, on this ride, you will be hanging out with Bing Bong, Riley's former imaginary friend, going through on wacky adventures through Riley's mind, yeah. finally leading up to a giant drop. And the drop hits in the moment that Riley forgets that Bing Bong exists, and you plummet oh. into a dark cavern <laughs> where the ride sits for a solid four minutes after you finish the log drop. You sit there <laughs> quietly in the void that Bing Bong lives in. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know which is worse the fact that that was pitched or that that was my exact pitch oh, I'm, oh man I was with you Tanner until until the forgetting bing bong part that hit too hard that sounds like something that's going to be in Brock's queue line for his Lion King ride <laughs> it definitely is is the title of your ride bing bong goes to hell <laughs> yes <laughs> Eric and I watched that ride movie together and both sat in horror as Bing Bong was cast into an abyss of nothingness. (laughs) One of the most existentially terrifying movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. Like, don't watch that movie for the first time when you're 30 years old. Just don't. Don't do it. Um, But speaking of... uh, it seems like you're trying to stall here, so let's make sure. Oh, no. Okay, Eric- I can go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going. All right, so we are in Riley's head with the emotions controlling everything. Uh, and it's a happy day, everything's going well, and all of a sudden, uh, nervousness or panic takes the controls accidentally, and this is where we get our big drop. He's like, oh no, I've lost control of the emotion thing, and we're going way down, down, down. And then sadness is uh, guiding our path in the lower part of the emotions, and joy finally brings us back up in one of those really long uphill slopes, and then we're good to go. Nice. All right. 30 seconds. I His like name that. is Fear, by the way. No, and Anxiousness is a new character. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I actually kind of like that. Anxiousness is a new character. Played by Eric Hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Played by anyone in 2020 will be able to capture that <laughs> spirit. Yeah. Especially yeah, really. the cast of this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's a 2020 version where stress has taken over Riley's brain. <laughs> where all five emotions are stress, anxiety, yeah. fear, loneliness, pain, and sadness. And this is why I was talking about how existentially mortifying that movie is because, like, yeah, that's like a real thing. My other pitch was going to be that Riley's parents tell her they're getting divorced. <laughs> Good lord. See, I was going to go really dark, too, but then Tanner took that mantle from me. I was going to be like, as Riley arrives in San Francisco, her emotions plummet into the abyss, and then she's just stuck there. Um, Yo, yeah, the broccoli pizza. On an unrelated note, my coworker was eating broccoli pizza in the break room yesterday, and I had to stop myself from making fun of her. (laughs) Why is that a thing? I don't know. And don't forget to vote on our Twitter polls for which lightning round attraction you'd like to see us come back to at a later date. Oh my gosh, gang, uh, we're heading down this log plume straight into our social medias. Jake, watch out for our Facebook. You mean facebook.com slash Main Street Musings? That's the one. Tanner, here comes that Instagram. Wow, look at that Instagram. Main underscore street underscore musings. And Eric, that Twitter's heading right for your face. Oh no, at MSM underscore podcast. And I'm Brock. Uh, everyone, make sure to leave us a rating and review. And thank you very much. This has been, listening, you know, this podcast. Yeah, but it's a good. You may podcast, now raise right? the lap bar, lap bar, and leave this podcast. Ah, nice. Nice. Exit to the left, and now somebody say it in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs>